Join us as we travel back in time to 1602 when dinosaurs ruled North America. Well, at least in the Marvel 1602 universe, it's time for Marvel 1602 New World straight ahead. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. Marvel 1602 New World is a sequel to the original Marvel 1602 graphic novel by Neil Gaiman. The plot of that story took Marvel heroes and had their beginnings uh, set in the 17th century. With uh, characters like um, Matt Murdock, Nick Fury, Stephen Strange, Peter Parker, spelled in a very old English way, as well as uh, the X-Men, though in a different form. One of the plot threads of that book is that the first child born in North America, Virginia Dare, came to England along with a very white Native American known as Rogers in order to get aid for their colony from Queen Elizabeth. But unfortunately, by the time they arrive, Queen Elizabeth has died and King James is in charge. It turns out Rogers was actually Steve Rogers, i.e. Captain America, from another universe who had been sent back in time. And the Age of Heroes had started early. Nick Fury returns Rogers to the uh, modern times and goes himself at the end of Marvel 1602. However, that left a lot of people in this new world. At the colony of Roanoke, which, unlike in our universe, was not lost, and Virginia Dare's uh, life not a mystery. She lived in 1602 and got powers of her own. David Banner is hiding out, uh, having failed to capture Fury, which is what King James wanted as the book starts. Uh, and uh, J. Jonah Jameson has started a broadsheet, the Daily Trumpet, and uh, is using uh, Banner's young servant, Parker, to uh, help with the broadsheet and to employ him since Banner has disappeared. However, early on in the story, Banner actually makes a reappearance. He um, he uh, is lost and confused, but the Hulk takes over when dinosaurs attack the settlement. And uh, the Hulk is able to repel the invasion. However, this proves as an opportunity for Norman Osborn. Osborn wants to get rid of the... Uh, local Indians because they're not willing to deal with him. And he wants their lands for reasons that are revealed later on in the book, but Rogers had actually prepared them for uh, what white settlers might do. And so they are very wise to his ways and really not interested in trading. However, the colonists, when they uh, see that 
the Hulk are really freaked out. And so they decide to pass a law banning witch breed. Now, witch breed is a term in Marvel 1602 for those who have superpowers. It was applied to uh, the uh, X-Men in the previous book, but unlike in our universe, uh, they are not uh, as uh, advanced as to make a distinction um, like they do in the main Marvel 616 universe between those who have superpowers and uh, uh, through scientific means and can be totally cool and those who are mutants and are therefore dangerous and evil and must be destroyed. Um, so pretty much Banner, just like the X-Men, falls into the category of witch breed and is, uh, imprisoned. However, back in England, King James it begins to wonder what happened to Banner. So he sends someone to, uh, check into, uh, what's going on. And the person he sends, he sends, uh, his man Ross, uh, who's, uh, commanding his military forces along with a Spaniard in a suit of iron armor known as Iron Lord. So this is a 17th century electricity powered version of Iron Man with a Tony Stark inside. And, uh, they eventually, when the English arrive, they, uh, arrest the governor because they had set up their own form of government and slate him to be executed. Uh, the governor is Virginia Dare's dad. Uh, and, uh, this actually leads to Peter Parker taking on the role of the spider after making a homemade mask. And uh, Virginia Dare lends a hand too, as uh, in this world, she has uh, shape-shifting abilities to turn herself into any animal. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole detail of the book because the plot is not particularly significant uh, in terms of uh, like having some really major uh, theme in it. It plays a lot of the ideas of 1602, uh, which I think took itself pretty seriously in terms of what it was uh, proposing. It plays it probably a lot more lighter and colorfully. Uh, it's a fun story, and uh, it was uh, just enjoyable to read. Uh, you get to see all of this fun stuff, the Hulk fighting dinosaurs and an electric-powered uh, Iron Lord. And J. Jonah Jameson selling newspapers in the 17th century. Uh, I know some people were fans of uh, Marvel 1602 were not fans of this book, but I kind of didn't like the heaviness of the original book, even though I thought it was pretty well written. This one, I think, is still well written, but it's a lot more fun, and it doesn't take itself quite as seriously, but there is a pretty good plot. It's an enjoyable book, and I will gladly give it a rating of classy. It doesn't try to be profound. It just tells a really neat adventure story that'll make fans of classic Marvel characters uh, just have a lot of fun. So if you would like a good alternate history story set in the Marvel Universe, this is a good read. All right, that'll do it for today. If you do have a comment, email to me, classycomicsguy at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at classycomicsguy. And uh, check out the website, classycomicsguy.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.